I'd like to introduce to you um, Kevin and Christine Lear. Here we go, Christine. Um, this is Christine. And that's Kevin. <laughs> I've met, Kevin and I met about, was it 15 or more years ago? At something least, in that yeah, range. Um, we started seminary together in Dallas. Um, both of our families came um, pre-kids, uh, and we uh, had didn't know anyone down there, really, in the city of two million people. And so, <laughs> for lack of better choices, we just got to know each other, right? And um, <laughs> we've been uh, connected since then. Kevin and Christine uh, now have four children. Um, you'll meet them a little bit later if you're able to stay for the fellowship meal. Maya, uh, Ethan, Caleb, and Karis. And um, they have been serving, uh, was it 11 years 11 at West Rome? Yeah. Um, so... Um, Kevin was youth pastor at West Rome Baptist Church in Manitou Beach, right? Michigan. We'd say Manitou, but it looks like Manitou, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Lancaster, Lancaster, you know. <laughs> There's no beach anywhere near Manitou no. Beach, but it's what they hope for, all right? So um, a couple, we're going to let you, Kevin, a little bit later during the message talk a little bit about why there's a transition in your life right now, because this is pretty significant, going, taking a family of four from a okay, steady job as a youth pastor in Manitou Beach, things are going kind of okay, and they're, they're fine, and now you guys are uprooting and moving and taking the family to the Dominican Republic. Um, so we began the conversation with our missions team and had a good conversation with them a couple months ago, whatever it was. Heard about your story a little bit, but we'd like to, in just a couple minutes here, is allow you to, to tell people the big picture of what you're doing. Then, Kevin, we're going to allow you to speak longer because we know it takes you more words to say right. what Christine can say in fewer. Exactly. And we're going to allow you to, to, to share a little bit of your heart with us uh, from the Word and, and all that. So that'll be looking forward to that. Following that, we'll have a, a, a Q&A time with the Lears downstairs, and we'll talk more about that down there. So let me just start framing this up, big picture. Just tell us, so you're going to the Dominican Republic, but if you could answer it, you know, what are you doing in the Dominican Republic? You know, what would that look like? So um, our family is going... Oh, my bad. There we go. Our family is going to a school there, and it's um, preschool through sixth grade. And uh, it's a school for impoverished kids in the North Shore of the Dominican Republic. Um, they used to be three villages that used to be sugar batets, what they called just a batet near sugar field. Um, and so the sugar companies have pulled out now, and so they're left with these villages with really pretty much no means of sustenance or just very impoverished. So we're um, a, a lady from Cedarville College about 13 years ago started a school down there um, as a means of educating them to hopefully um, get out of the poverty, but not just educating just to give them skills, but educating them um, as believers, trying to win them for Christ. So teaching them biblical values and, and trying to win them for Christ. So um, we're going down there to serve in a facilities way. Um, they're growing out of their space. So to help them build another um, building, Kevin has a construction management degree before he went to seminary. And then also in the summer, our family will be a part of hosting teams, much like your team going to Costa Rica. They have teams coming down as well. And so we'll be hosting those teams, providing meals, getting them to the job sites, um, doing vacation Bible schools, baseball camp, any number of things that you can think of, soccer, those kind of things. So we'll be hosting those teams. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well said. Uh, so when is the, the time frame, calendar-wise? You're going to the Dominican. You're here now. So how do we get from here to there? What, is, what does the next little bit look like for you? 
so we have a couple of training um, things to accomplish before we get there. Uh, we'll be leaving um, this Thursday to go out to Colorado for a kind of like a cultural acquisition time, a month where our whole family goes and learns just how to adapt in a different culture. Um, and then after that, um, late April, we will be going to Costa Rica. The same time you guys are there, we'll be in San Jose at the uh, Spanish Immersion School there for we hope to be a session of just 15 weeks, but if we need it, we'll be there two sessions, so 30 weeks, and then from there we'll go to the Dominican Republic. So it's kind of a little bit loose. We're not exactly sure. Um, we hope to be there that before the beginning of the school year, but it could be December. Okay. And if you really want to know them, ask them how they feel about Rosetta Stone teaching them <laughs> Spanish. That would be uh, a help. Actually, to ask you. our kids how right. they feel about <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Um, uh, I also want to know the why, but but do you want to get into that, Kevin, a little a bit, bit during the message? Yeah. Because I mean, that, is, to me, is a big question of why would a family like this. But if you want to save that for your message, yeah, I'll, you can, I'll, you can, I'll get to there. You'll yeah. get to that. Okay. Yeah. So you're going, um, hopefully, to land maybe in December, actually getting on the ground. Okay. Okay. Good. Is there anything else, big picture? Maybe the question, last question is this. How would we connect with you guys if we want to do that? You know, what is the way that we can stay informed and stay up to date on what's going on for the leader journey? I think one of the biggest ways that, that we're developing and we're trying to work towards is uh, through a blog site and also through uh, basically an email um, system where we're, we're basically just reaching out um, to people just who want to just be able to follow our story, follow our journey. And so it's a great opportunity to keep up with prayer requests and kind of where we're at along the way. Um, and then the blog is, is more or less trying to follow our, our story just because we're, we're fumbling through. You know, like we just want to be honest and share those things with everybody else as we're you know, taking steps that, that are big for us um, and we need you know, prayer with and, and um, just encouragement along the way. But we realize that you know, it's, it's not always pretty and, and sometimes along the way we just need to be able to share those things, um, hopefully out of a way to encourage others, um, but also just to be um, you know, honest before our God to say, you know, I'm, I'm struggling here. These are, these are difficult days and um, these are new experiences and new things. And so um, those are the two ways in particular um, that we have kind of established and um, we'll definitely be looking for ways to communicate with the church about um, specific things or, or just ways that we can encourage you and, um, and just you know, allow, you, allow us to be able to push you uh, towards you know, growing in your faith as well. Good. So. Super. All right. Well, Christine and I are going to get down here, Kevin, and we're going to let you go and, and carry I, things from here. I'm just going to mention one quick prayer request, okay? So in this, in this process... Do you want uh, me standing next to you? While no, you yeah, sure. You, well, you make I me feel more comfortable. Actually, you want to stand up okay. here the whole time, no, no, too? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so just as a family, if you could pray for us, uh, we've, our house has been on the market, on the real estate market, since July. And uh, we, we've recently found out just a few weeks ago that it's sold, which is a beautiful thing, huge answer to prayer. Um, we're so excited about it. But in essence, before we go to Colorado, it gives us, basically, we've had the last five days or so, and we have the next three days in order to kind of pack the whole thing up and get it going. So, um, and for me, I'm sort of a laid back, whatever. Um, but definitely, this is a, a pretty stressful thing in particular, because I'm just moving boxes, and Christine's like pack stuff and you know and so just pray for us as we kind of navigate through really uh, a tight turnaround between um just now and our time in colorado so just as as you're thinking about that it's just uh it would be a huge prayer request and blessing for us so let's do it um 
Good. We'll, we'll keep that in mind, and we'll continue to kind of pepper you with some questions okay. later on, too, as we get to that. But, Kevin, thank you for being here. Thank Officially, you. welcome to Grace Point. Thank uh, you. I don't know if I need to give that to you, but welcome, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank Thanks, you. Man. I appreciate it. Um, I just I want to start out, and I just I want to thank you, and I have two things to thank you for. Um, the first thing is pretty straightforward. I, I want to thank you for joining with us, partnering with us as we step out and we, and we take not only these steps of faith, but also as we just you know, venture into new territory, new ground. And so as a church, whether you know this or not, whether you read your email or not, you have, you have begun the process of journeying with us as a partner church um, as we step out. And so we just want to say thank you. Thank you for being prayerful for us. Thank you for being interested in our story. Thank you for being um, interested in partnering with us as we... Um, um, not only you know go through these things, but you know look to you know find support and financial support and all of those things. So, it it is a huge blessing, and I just want to say thank you, thank you for partnering with us along the way. It's a huge blessing, and we'd love to be able to after the service we'll have the luncheon, and um, hopefully you can we can get to know each other a little bit better as best we can, um, <laughs> you know, in this environment. So I just want to say thank you for that. But the the thank you that I want to that I want to present now is is. For something that you probably don't realize, and um, and I wanna I wanna thank you for being a part of our of our longer journey in ministry, and and what that means is that about do you have that picture? Okay, so in July of two thousand and four, um, we had just stepped into ministry in two thousand and three, and in July two thousand and four, the very first opportunity that we as a family and me as a youth pastor had to lead a trip was right here. And it was to Ambassadors for Christ where we had an opportunity just to do some physical work projects. We had a chance to, you know, do some painting, do some cleaning, do some power washing of aluminum siding and some of the things like that on their buildings. But then also we had a chance to be at the, um, at the Factor Youth Center um, in, in the bigger building. And um, before all of the things that obviously have happened over these last um, 11 years, 10 years. And so, so Grace Point has been a huge part of us developing and growing and maturing, not only in our faith, but also what it looks like to be able to lead trips and, and to, to lead other people. And so about five years later, in July of 2009, we had a chance to come back. Completely different group of people. Uh, you know, the amount of time that had kind of gone by and um, obviously, you know, development and understanding a little bit more about who I am and, and how it is that I lead and, and all of those things. And so, so Grace Point has played a huge part in our growth and development as, as leaders, as, as ministers, and, and has given us just opportunity to be able to explore and to develop and to grow in some of these places. So I just, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of our journey. I, our, our friendship with Tim and Jen has been just a huge blessing along the way. And um, I don't know if you know this or not, but sometimes pastoring can be a bit of a lonely place. And so to be able to have someone that you can go to and someone that you can just, you know, spend time, you know, just talking and praying and, and just challenging, sharpening one another, it's a huge blessing. But just the fact that we've actually had a chance to, to, to minister together has, has been a huge blessing. And so now... In a very real way, um, we really get a chance to really participate and in, in part and in, and in, um, partake in you know the life of the church here, and we're really thankful for that. We're really excited about that. So, um, I just want to say thank you. It's it's a huge blessing. And I'm going to pray real quick. Okay, Father God, thank you for who you are. Um, thank you that we get to sing about these truths and we get to sing about. Um, just your, your power and your majesty and your might above all things and, and how we can follow you, how, we can lead, or how you can lead us um, in places that we never imagined and we, we really would have never um, 
sorted out. We would have never planned it on our own, but you and your, um, you and your kindness, you and your um, majesty, you, you lead us, and we're so grateful. And so, God, I, just, I thank you for the opportunity just to share our story. I thank you for your word and just being able to, to look into it, knowing that we can trust you and knowing that we can trust it as well. And so, God, as we spend some time just, just sort of walking through, um, God, I pray that you would be blessed. I pray that you would be honor, honored in the process. And it's in your name. Amen. So a huge question is, is why. I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, for 11 years, which is unusual for youth ministry, I don't know if you know that, but the sort of statistics and things like that, you know, youth ministers don't usually last. You know, it's either, they, they either get kind of burnt out or kind of fried in the experience or, you know, they, they kind of move on. You know, I've had a lot of people along the way, you know, year three, year four, year five, year seven, year eight. But when are you going to get a real pastor? You know, when are you going to be a real pastor someday, you know? And um, maybe my own insecurities or whatever those things, but I just knew that I had a lot to work on. I knew that I had a lot, you know, that I had to be shaped in and grow in and all of those things. And so, um, so we, as we're going through this process, we're, we're trying to wrestle through, you know, God, God is challenging us and God is helping us to wrestle through circumstances and experiences. And, and even as a pastor, you know, we've, we've taken some major steps. I don't know. I know Pastor Tim sent out an email with a little video kind of on our story, but the snapshot of our story is that, you know, we were, we were working in the construction management industry and, you know, I was building houses and was really pretty content, you know, living out the American dream. We had, you know, relatively recent married and, um, you know, done with college and, and we're, you know, first house, you know, buying our cars and, you know, we're hoping to have children, all those kinds of things. And everything was really good, but something was missing. You know, something wasn't quite right. Something wasn't right. It wasn't really that fit. And so as we explored, you know, just whatever, you know, God was doing in us, we, we wanted to just explore a little bit of, you know, deeper training. We wanted to be a little bit more involved in our church. And as we continue to walk down those steps, then then, you know, it revealed my heart. It revealed that, that the things that I was after weren't really, um, weren't really bad, but they weren't really the most pleasing for God. And they, and they weren't allowing us to, to be and to um, experience God the way that he really intends for us to and that he wants us to. And so, so we took this major step, right? We, we had good jobs, our first house, all of those things. And we just said, well, it's, it's time. And, and so started talking about seminary and Bible training and all of that kind of stuff. Little did we know we would make Tim, we would have maybe made other decisions then, but you know, it's just, um, and so as we, as, as we were kind of processing through all that, it was, it was absolutely clear that it was, it was time. It was time to take the step of faith. And so, you know, we, we've already taken big steps of faith. And so it was, you know, quit our jobs and, you know, you know, sell our house and all of those things, move down to seminary. I don't know anybody in Texas. Okay. And I mean, obviously we didn't know anybody when we moved down and so uh, why, why do you do those things? Why do you take those steps? And, and we realized that God was preparing us and God was equipping us and God was allowing us to go through these things so he could develop and grow our faith. And so 11 years go by, you know, after we graduate from seminary in 2003 and we get established at the church and we recognize that God has a long way to go with me right? He, I, I just realized that I'm, I, I'm not where I should be spiritually. I'm not trusting God how I should. And we're sure we've taken some steps of faith, but, you know, God is still continuing to refine and develop and to grow us. And so you know, we get along the line and we, we just realize that after about year nine, ten, we're feeling kind of comfortable, we kind of we kind of know this gig. We know this deal. We we know youth ministry in the in the sense of we weren't a big context or anything like that. So it wasn't you know it wasn't like there was this big booming youth ministry and you know I was, I certainly don't know it all and I certainly still don't. 
But there, there came a place of, of sort of complacency in us and a place of just going, God, I, I, just, I just sense that there's something else here, but, but to be really honest, I'm, I'm scared to death to change it. I'm, I'm scared to death to know what it is to trust you further because, you know, when we took this first step, it was, it was kind of easy. It was just Christine and I, and, and we were young and married and, you know, kind of foolish and all of those things. And, and so we were able to take some of those steps. And, and now looking back, it, it seems like a big step, but then now looking at it from this perspective, it was, it was nothing <laughs> like moving to the Dominican with four kids and all of that stuff. So back... Uh, around year 10, we just started trying to sort it out. God, what are you, what are you trying to teach us? You know, what are you, what are you trying to, to develop in us? How are, you, how are you wanting us to grow into what you want us to be? And, and it just became really clear that it was time to go. You know, kind of an Abraham, you know, he had that moment where God said, you know, I want you to leave your home, your family, you know, all of the things that ultimately that are comfortable to you, and I want you to go. And uh, we have the benefit of the rest of the story to recognize that God was leading and God was, you know, designing and God was navigating him through the circumstances. But at that moment, the, the, the question was, or, or, the, or the command was, you need to go. And his response was, okay, I will go. And so for us, it became really clear. It was time for us to take a step of faith. It was time for us to, to, to change the things in our lives that, um, that allow us and that would allow us to, to grow and to allow us to, to move forward in our faith, to, to be able to, to look at God in a different way so that we really could be at a place where we were trusting him, that we weren't complacent, we weren't comfortable, that we were being stretched in our faith. And, and in May, when we stepped away from our youth ministry position, and we said, we know that it was, we know it's clear, it's time. But we had no idea what God was doing. And, and to be, we were talking with um, Tim and we were talking with um, Bill and Lisa. We were talking with them and, and we, we wanted to, to really legitimately throw a really wide cast or cast a really wide net and really, really sort out what God might have for us and, and be really honest and open about whatever those opportunities were. But the idea of living domestic, or, you know, the idea of living domestically, the idea of maybe another ministry position, the idea of, you know, maybe working with college students, the, the idea of, you know, stepping into a different role was, was kind of, was all I had in my vision. And when God started opening up opportunities and, and, and really started to stir our hearts, when, when he freed us up to be able to take some steps of faith and to really look out at what he's doing and how he shaped us and how he's um, wanting to stretch us and grow us and all of those things, that all of a sudden that, that net seemed to get a little bit wider and it included something like missions. And it included something like maybe it's time to, to take a step of faith outside of the country. Maybe it's time to, to really be stretched and, and take some steps towards releasing some things in your life that you're holding on to. And so the why is, I think, summed up pretty well with just a, a devotional. Uh, you know, Pastor Tim does all the heavy lifting. You know, I, I'm, you know, he's theology books and deep and Greek and Hebrew and all of that kind of stuff. Like, you know, sometimes I just need a devotional just to kind of get me going, you know. And, um, and I was reading this devotional, and, and it kind of focused in, in the book of Philippians chapter 2. is kind of just talking about um, work out your salvation with fear and tri- trembling 
uh, Philippians 2, verse 12. And there's more to that. And, you know, we don't, I don't really have time to go into that because I want to get into another area. But it starts out, it says, when Paul lays out the challenge above, he's not admonishing us to obtain our salvation by our own effort. Clearly, you know, the scripture, you know, throughout scripture that it is by faith you're saved through grace. And it's not of our works. It's not, uh, it's not on our own merit or, or anything like that. It's a gift of God. It's a grace of God. Um, Rather, his urgent call is to live out your salvation with intentionality. In other words, don't be passive about activating the kingdom of life in a practical outworking of today. So I'm starting to wrestle through, like, so what does it look like for us to be active? What does it look like for our faith to be, you know, alive, not only alive in our own you know, in our own lives, but in the lives of our family and in the lives of, of the people that we have an opportunity to minister to. And it says, these are days for action that transcend intention. There are days that make every moment count to live out a life that you believe in every detail of your existence. And then it goes on, it says, search out and eliminate every discrepancy between you and who you want to be. And it's not, not like some self-help between you and who you want to be, but it goes on and it says, so that the beauty of Christ may dazzle the world as he expresses himself through you. And, and <laughs> we're wrestling through, search out and eliminate every discrepancy between me and who I want to be, so that Christ might be known, so that the beauty of Christ might be demonstrated in our life. And so, so it began this process of us really wrestling through in the passage that if you have your Bible, if you want to open up to first or to Second Peter chapter 1, we're just going to take a look at a, a really, really familiar passage, a passage that I've never, in all of my 11 years, have never preached on this particular passage. I've alluded to it, but I've never had an opportunity to speak on this particular passage. And, and it brings me to the place that... <laughs> that we're at and the, and the why. Because I recognize that I have some discrepancies in my own life, some places in my own life that I, that I wasn't allowing God to help me to recognize his power and his might and his sovereignty over those places of my life. There were some places that even though I had taken steps of faith and I had been teaching and I and desire for my own life to be able to grow and to, um, to be the man that God has called me to be, that there are some places in my life that I was still kind of holding on to and I'd say, God, I trust you but in this particular area, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more in control of because I'm insecure, because I don't know that I can trust you. I don't know that I have enough faith to be able to take this step. And so when I recognize some of these discrepancies, and certainly this is just one of them, and you know, a couple years down the road, there's going to be other ones, and there's certainly more to the list. My wife can tell you. Just I, I don't think we'll get into that. But, um, but there are certainly more discrepancies than just this one. But, but there's, there are places in my life where I was just... God, I don't, I don't know if I trust you that much. And so in 2 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 3, it says, it says this, it says, His divine power has given us, the word in my Bible says, everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness through these things. He has given us his great and precious promises so that through them you may partake in the divine nature and escape the corruption of the world caused by its evil desires. Now, I, I had to ask myself this question, and I'm just going to ask you this, you know, sort of generically, but um, do, you, do you believe that, that he has supplied everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who's called us? And it's not for our own benefit, but it's for his glory and grace. And so, so I asked myself that question, God, 
do I believe that you have given me everything? Everything I need. Everything to rely on you more efficiently and more effectively in my life. Everything so that I can participate more fully in the life that you've called me to live according to your goodness, according to your kindness. God, do I know you that well? And clearly that was a discrepancy in my life because there are some of those places that even though we had taken big risks and even though we had taken um, steps of faith, that there were places in my life that I know clearly that I was relying on me and I was more concerned about my comfort than I was about being able to step out. And so there's this difference in, um, where's Ben at? Where did Ben go? Ben, okay, so Ben was gracious enough. So let me, let me just illustrate it in this way. Ben was nice enough to say that I could actually touch his guitar. Hopefully I won't do anything to break it. So, so I know, I know that this is a guitar, okay? I know a little bit about a guitar. I know that it has strings. I know it's probably a spruce top. I, I know that the shape of it, I know the sound comes out through the middle. I know that, that you know, when you, you play it in different combinations with your fingers, I, I know things about the guitar. I know things about brands of guitars. I know things about, um, about people who play guitar. I know things about the guitar, But there's a big, huge difference between knowing about a guitar, I'm going to trip over a chord, and and falling off the stage. Um, There's a big difference between knowing about the guitar and appreciating the guitar and and understanding that the guitar is a a beautiful instrument and a guitar, you know, makes beautiful music and all those things. And, And it's one thing to know about the guitar, but it's another thing to know the guitar. And it's another thing to to know that, you know, it could just make noise or in the right combinations, it could make music. And to know what it is to know the guitar versus just know about the guitar is what we're after. So that place in my life and that place in your life is do I know God well enough? Do I experientially not just know things about him, but do I know him well enough to be able to take a step, to be able to trust him, that just like in this passage, he says that his, his power, his God-given divinity, his divine power, has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And I know that in my life, one of those discrepancies was whether I could trust him to be able to take care of our physical needs, our financial needs, our family needs. And one of my biggest hang-ups is whether he would allow us to learn a new language so that we could glorify him and minister in a way that is far beyond what anything I would have ever imagined in our lives. And so as we sat down and we prayed and we talked and we sought godly counsel and we wrestled through what it was, I recognized that I was holding on to a few things that I knew that his divine power has given me everything I need for life and godliness, but I also knew that I was struggling releasing and submitting and actually walking in that power and walking in that knowledge of him providing 
everything we need. So, so this journey for us has been a huge exercise, messy and fumbly and awkward as it is, of us learning to know him more. Learning. I don't have it all figured out. Our lives are kind of messy. The ride in this morning was a little stressful. You know, we, we have life that we're working against, that, that we're being refined and renewed and restored in so many ways. But, but you know what I've learned over the last few months? You know what I've learned over the last few years? Is that God is faithful. And that even in my messiness, and even in the awkward parts of us learning to try to follow him, that, that he has made himself clear, that he has made himself known, that, that he has provided everything we need in him. And we are going through the exercise of just learning just glimpses, just little tiny baby steps at a time, what it means to follow him. I had the a privilege to, to have, have coffee with a friend just a couple of days ago. And um, he was telling me about his grandkids. And he was telling me about, you know, his grandkids in those first couple of moments when they're taking those first couple of steps. You know what I mean? And, um, and he was talking about how, you, you, know, you know how it is if you've been around babies that are taking those first few steps. That, you know, when they stand up, they're kind of wobbly. And, you know, they're bracing themselves on something and, and all those kinds of things. And they, they take one step. And what do we do? Doggone it. What are you doing? You didn't get very far this time. No, we rejoice. We celebrate. We're hooping and hollering. We've got our phones out. We're going to upload it to something. We're going to, we're telling everybody about it, calling grandma. We're like, Junior took a step. (laughs) We're taking a step. We're taking a step. And we are amazed. And thankful that churches and people like you are participating with us, are partnering with us, are praying for us, are are coming alongside of us. And you don't know us well enough to be like, woohoo, they took a step, you know. But that you're just rejoicing along with us as we have the opportunity to just sort through what it looks like to awkwardly and fumbly learn to trust and learn to rely on and learn to know that power that God has bestowed on us through the knowledge and the power of himself. And I can guarantee through this process and at the end of this process and wherever it is that he takes us along the way in this process, that it won't be because Kevin's compelling and it won't be because Kevin is resourceful and it won't be because, you know, Kevin did something, put things in the right order. It is absolutely because God is the one allowing us to fumble along on these steps. And so when our house sells, I cannot say that I marketed it well. I can say that I was nervously, you know, fretting for the last six months what what God was going to do with it. But God had it all under control. I can tell you that one of the biggest things, one one of the hardest hurdles that we had to get over. It was the fact that I really, I like to communicate with people. I like relationship. I, I like to be able to walk alongside of people. And the idea of going to a place where I don't know the, the, the language and, and something that I, I haven't even tried, that the idea of not being able to communicate is, is overwhelming to me. But I know that even in the slightest and, and the least way that I begin to learn a little bit of the language, that I can't look at myself and say, it's because Kevin's really smart. You know, Kevin 
really buckle down and learn this language. It'll be because God is gracious and he's teaching us and he's showing us and he's helping me to know his power. So I won't be able to point at me. I'll be able to point at him and say, God, you are far too kind. So I'm excited for you as a church. I'm excited about the Together initiatives. I've been following along. Um, a few weeks ago over the Christmas break, I had a chance to listen to um, one of the series that you guys have worked through as a church, the, the Arriving series that you guys went through not too long ago. Um, and I realized, I realized that maybe we're a good fit for each other because we're not there yet. And we get to kind of fumble along the journey, taking some steps towards faithfulness, taking some steps towards developing and growing our knowledge of God and taking some steps towards really recognizing and knowing what it looks like and, and how it works itself out in our lives to be able to know that God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And so as you step out and you step through some of these opportunities through the Together initiatives or, or through the, the local things that you have opportunities through the ministries and the mission of the church here, as you get a chance to step out in, in short-term missions opportunities, you get a chance to, you, you want to really radically change your life, I'm a little blurb, um, take a step of faith. Take a step in, in, in developing and knowing what it might be to, to go to Costa Rica or to explore even the opportunity to say, God, what are you trying to teach me? What discrepancy? Am I trusting in myself too much? Am I, am I not trusting in you enough? to be able to walk through those things. And so as we have the opportunity to partner together, I'm excited that God is in the process of renewing and reviving our hearts, just as he is in the process of renewing and reviving your hearts as individuals and church members and followers of Christ to be and to learn to know God so that we might have the abundant life, that life that God has called us to isn't necessarily abundant stuff or whatever, but it's abundant life and the recognition that he has given us everything we need to be able to live this life in a way that honors and pleases him for his glory and goodness. Let me pray. God, um, thank you for who you are. Thank you for teaching us lessons along the way. Thank you for your patience and your your generosity towards us is even though we fumble through and we, we struggle through and we, and we don't always know what's next, but that, God, that you have our lives as we've submitted and we've placed our faith in you. you. You have our lives in your hand and that you will lead us if we submit to, to go and to do and to be all that you've called us and created us to be for your glory, for your kingdom. And so, God, as, as we have the opportunity to be able to, to grab a hold of that truth, to, to grab a hold of your promises, to, to wrestle through who we are in you, that, God, you might challenge us to take some of those steps, or, or maybe there are people here who they don't, they don't have a relationship with you. They don't, they don't know who you are. They don't, they don't even know, you know, they don't even know about you, or, or maybe they're just seeking to understand who you are. God, that you might make yourself known to them that, that they're here for a reason. They're, they're here 
um, because you have intended it. Maybe it was just an open weekend or, or maybe it was someone invited them or, or whatever it is. But God, that, that you might use this moment, this opportunity to know that, that you want, you want relationship with us and that you have provided a way through Jesus Christ that, that we can have relationship with God, that we can have hope, forgiveness of sin, that we can have eternity, security in you. So God, if there may be people here who are struggling with that, they don't, they don't know who you are, that you might help them to see, that you might nudge them, push them, that they might have a conversation with, with someone that they're, they're near, that they might just open up the question of, God, I, I, I want to know you, but I just don't know where to start. That you would open the opportunities amongst people here to be able to have that conversation. And for those that are here that are maybe finding themselves complacent, maybe finding themselves comfortable, God, that you might nudge them, that you might help them to see those places that they're holding on, that they're clenching too tightly, that you want them to release to you to really expand and explode their relationship with you so that they might know your provision and your might and your care and your kindness to them. So God, I pray that you would push them. And and God, those that are doing that, I pray that you would encourage them along the way. Help them to know your divine power. And, and the opportunity that we have to partner with the, the God of the universe to make your kingdom known and to make you beautiful in our community, to be able to make you community or to be able to make you beautiful in this place. And it is in your name and it is for your glory.